Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we are continuing to talk about building our prayer lives. We've been looking at prayer in the New Testament book of Acts. The book of Acts gives us a history of the early Christian church, and we've seen that the early followers of Jesus were especially devoted to prayer. There are roughly 13 instances of prayer in the book of Acts in which people were praying together. That is, corporate prayer, believers joining together in prayer. But in Acts chapter 10, we get an instance of a man who was praying alone. His name was Cornelius. We read these words in Acts chapter 10 and verse 1. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household Gave alms, gave alms generously to the people and prayed continually to God. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa. And bring one Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon, a tanner whose house is by the sea. So Cornelius did what he was told by the angel to do. He sent messengers to the house of this man uh, named Simon, who is described as having been a tanner. Meanwhile, Peter was staying at that house, and we read these words in Acts 10, beginning in verse 9. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air, and there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. Now, Peter didn't understand this vision at first. He knew as a Jew he was not to eat the unclean foods that he saw in the vision. But the Lord enabled him to understand, as we read in verse 15 of that chapter, what God has made clean do not call common. Eventually, Peter understood that this meant he was not to consider Gentiles unclean such that he could not associate with them. He was to go to them and bring the gospel of Jesus, and thus he was to go to the household of Cornelius. Peter does go to Cornelius' home, and there he presents the gospel to Cornelius and all of his relatives and friends, and there is a remarkable reception of the gospel there in Cornelius' home. This great instance of the gospel going to the Gentiles initially began with two different individuals who were seeking God in prayer. Cornelius, a devout person, a good person, person who gave alms generously and prayed a lot, yet had never heard or embraced the gospel, and he still needed to be saved. And then there's Peter, who had gone up on a housetop to pray, and while he was in the act of praying, God gave him 
this extraordinary vision, which resulted in his taking the gospel to the Gentiles. The important thing, I think, for us to note is that God orchestrates very significant things he does often through people who are praying. We'll see this more as we continue our study of the book of Acts, that significant guidance often comes to people who pray. And there's a lesson for us in this. If we want God's guidance in our lives, we need to be people who are serious about seeking God in prayer. We need to be like Cornelius and like Peter, who had key roles in God's great work.